Combat Sports Breakdown. Let's get it. All right, man. So we uh, we back with the UFC Vittori versus Holland results. It's your host, Matt. Got my co-host, Alex, with me again. What's good, everybody? How you doing? Switching up back-to-back episodes. Cole was with us last time. Alex with us this time. But these are my boys, man. We're going to eventually have all three of us on and do it the right way. One day. We promise one day. <laughs> so Cole's coaching a football team. He's almost done. He's about halfway through with the season. So when he's done with that, we'll be we'll be back to a three-piece three in it again. Thanks. So of the 15 fights that were originally scheduled, two got canceled. So I, I don't know if they got canceled, rescheduled, whatever happened. I'm sure we'll come up with it later. Maybe they just needed to fill spots in other cards, whatever. 15's a lot anyway, so. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you were the one saying 15's tight, but whatever. <laughs> so this is a UFC on ABC2 as well. Um, it was hashtagged all over our page. I'm sure everybody that follows us saw that. Uh, Combat Sports Breakdown on Instagram. That's our handle, whatever it is, you know. Um, first fight, Ipa Kasagnia uh, versus Sasha Politnikov, welterweight fight. Man, Ipa came down in weight, and I think this is his weight class. He looked sharp. He looked fast. He looked strong. He came out hot, got a massive submission win, man. It was, I, it was tight, man. He popped was him that, up. Was that when he... Yeah, it was the one when he fell over his back. He didn't have any hooks with the legs, nothing. He was just over Damn. his back, dripping on it. So, uh, Alex, uh, did you end up seeing any of the fights, or did you just watch highlights? Honestly, yeah, bro. I didn't get to catch any this time. Uh, way too busy this weekend. and um, But I did catch all the highlights. Most, not all. And, um, damn, shit was dope. Yeah, there was there's some big wins. A uh, couple long. That one that I really did like, bro, was the, um, I was telling you, um, the tall guy that was fresh first fight. Oh, yeah, I think that was uh, – we'll, we'll pull it up here in a minute. We'll highlight that one. That's, it, it was a fun one. It was a, the young kid. He was like 23 or 24 or something yeah, like the, that. Yeah, the, the – Kickboxer. He, he looked good. But let's highlight Impa, man. This kid, 27 years old, came out hot, landed some real good rights, had real good top control in the first round. And, man, he came out uh, – Vicious this, choke, you said, right? Yeah, he, he got on top of him, and, like, it was like a weird little scramble. He just rushed over his back, ripped on his neck, man. It was, it was what round? What round did he get him in? Um, I believe it was round two. Nice. Yeah, it was a three round yeah. fight. Um, I picked this one. He said nope, not taking it to the judges. Yeah, I picked this one. If you followed all our picks, uh, especially mine, you would have been making some good money. So <laughs> you know, yeah. let's let's keep our knowledge on point, boys. Let's keep our really? knowledge on point. Second fight, uh, Da Eun Jung, man. I'm high on this guy. This Korean came out. Um, he actually had just like it was. It, this was one of the decisions. He fought William Knight, who was rescheduled from last uh, fight card to this one. Okay. Yeah, Da Eun Jung, man. I'm a, I'm I'm high on this guy. He had a, a draw with Sam Alvey at his last outing, and in this one, he just dominated all three rounds. He just he highlighted his wrestling this week, which. I, I did not expect it. Korean man, they they be having some savage he's fighters a, come he's out. He's a two hundred and five pound Korean, bro. Oh wow! Yeah, unreal. Yeah. I thought, Six foot I thought four. The, I thought the Korean zombie was a savage. This guy's a monster. Yeah, he's huge, bro. <laughs> yeah, 
he dominated all three rounds. It was a quick one, two, three for him. Uh, there, there wasn't even any debate. I think he broke William Knight's nose in like round two. Oh shit! Boy kept fighting. Nice. He was ble- bleeding profusely out his nose. Yeah, those nose punches make, especially when you got a big nose like me. Yeah. yeah it's no bueno. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me, dog. <laughs> got that Jewish gene, dog. So, uh, Da Jung was another one of my picks. Uh, let's let's keep it on the scorecard, 2-0. Nice, um, nice. Third fight, Luis Saldana versus Jordan Griffin. Now, Ooh. this one was closer than it, it showed on the scorecards. Um, Luis Saldana won this one. I actually scored it the other way, but I picked Luis Saldana, so I'm not going to complain. Nice. I'm gonna thought you said Forrest Griffin. I'm like, he's making a nah, comeback. Yes. Jordan Griffin. Now nah, this guy looks like a caveman, though, legitimately. <laughs> looks like we could be related, dog. Hell yeah. But Luis Saldana came out, got the win. Like I said, another one of my picks. Nice. So I'm not going to complain about that. But at the same time, I, on the scorecard, I had a scored for Jordan Griffin. So, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So 3-0 for me on the picks. Let's, like I said, let's keep it all on the scoreboard, boys. Um, this next fight, Hunter Azer versus Jack Shore. This was a banger fight, man. Um, this one was actually really, really close in all three rounds, but I, I actually scored Jack Shore for all three. Uh, he was dominant, man. Like I, I was actually three. really stoked to see Jack Shore do this. Um, his undefeated record's there, but as much as that is cool, I like the story behind Jack Shore. Oh, okay. yeah, he's got a cool little story. His Deeper dad, fighting. Yeah, his dad was there and stuff. Like uh, Hunter Azure went over to the corner and and shook his dad's hand and complimented him. Oh, said you got shit. a good kid and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Damn, mad respect. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh my goodness, let's talk about this huge KO. George oh, Danho, welcome I back to the UFC, highlight. man. I saw that highlight, bro. Dude, his last was the fight, last time you said he won, bro? The last time he won was when my son was born, 2015, Damn. bro. 2015, he won a fight. That's nutty. His last fight was in 2016, and I'm pretty sure that was the, the draw or the no contest that was on his record. And if I'd bet on him, I bet you people would call me a nut. Dude, I, he was my pick I just because bet. I like the story, bro. Jorgen De Castro is a banger, bro. He came out swinging heavy, but I, I picked Jarjus Danho just because we haven't seen him in a while. And when you've been out of something that long and you didn't leave for any reason besides you just weren't having fun... It, it makes me feel like now that he's back, he's ready to be back. Yeah, has, now call, he has the 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 drive is back in him. Hey, you're gonna love this. His nickname's know? the Man Mountain. Okay. Yeah. Got got a what? What's that dragon show? Uh, that uh, was on HBO with the. Oh, that damn! It's on the tip of my tongue. Game of Thrones. Yep. He yeah. looked like he from there, bro. <laughs> Straight Viking. Yeah, man. Uh, this next fight, John Magdesi versus Ignacio Bahamundes. This is the one you were talking about. Okay. Ignacio Bahamundes. I like this kid. Man. Hey, judges in MMA are really, really, really taking a big blow this year. They they haven't done a good job. This Especially one, since you can like pin them out but from this one, more I'll, fights that I'll, are happening. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'll give them this one, though. John Magdesi was landing... Heavy, heavy shots. Heavy. They were very effective. Ignacio Bahamundes got cut early. It showed the whole fight. He bled all over the mat. Literally. Like, man. That's the blood that was all over like the every, mat. Every time homeboy landed, he'd get a little piece of it. It was, it was, <laughs> it was hectic. 
But I actually ended up scoring round two and round three for him um, on my <clears throat> on my scorecard. Excuse me. But like I said, in this one, it was really hard. With John McDessey landing those definite shots, he took round one for sure. I think Baja Mundes took round three for sure. And like so I said, my score, my scorecard round two, I scored for him. But he got a knockdown in, in one of the rounds, and I think that kind of stole it for the judges. But he only landed like 10, 12 punches that, that whole round. Yeah, honestly, uh, my whole perspective on this fight was the simple fact that homeboy Ignacio, man, he came out there really trying to get it. He's only 23 years old. Come on, guys. And, like, a lot of people would think since you're the taller fighter and the other guy's a lot shorter, it's going to be an easy fight. But let me tell you, us short fuckers are spicy. Yeah, Watch man. out. Here's one thing that needs to be highlighted. He missed weight, but by three quarters of a pound. Damn. I can't even believe that was like a recognizable thing. I, I think at that point, you got to give the kid credit. Let him sweat it out another 30 minutes, I guess. Let him get a little more nation cut his hair i don't know three quarters of a pound i don't know what you do there yeah dude but honest to god i was just i i am a, i'm a fan of the dude for sure because he came out and he did not care he for completely forgot about the knockdown that he got served in the first round i believe and he came back like a straight warrior bro and he he gave it his all you know what i mean that's what we ask about these fighters just give it your all and Give, just throw it all out there like it's your last fight. And he did that to me. So that's why I gave him the fight. But like you said, that, that drop, he never really dropped the other. Uh, he never really dropped, what's his name, John? Yeah, MacDessy. MacDessy, yeah. So like I, I highlighted it in our last episode. I said Baja Mundas, he's, he's built like Dan Hooker, man. He's 6'3", and he's fighting in that 155 weight class, man. That's hard to make the weight cut. I, I said it, it needs to be a very meticulous one. This guy's never going to be able to take short notice fights at 155. Like, yeah, it's not no, a thing. For sure. For he's sure, definitely bro. not big enough to fight at 170, so he's really got to figure it out and dial it in. Thankfully, he's only 23 years old. Yeah. Um, if you guys thing. go back and watch this fight, this was a banger of a fight, man. Like, yeah, this was a really sure. good one. Yeah, for sure, dude. It was, it was like I said, it was the only one that I actually watched. Yeah, Baja Mundes, uh, this is one of my picks, so, you know, that's what, four and one? So, you know, yeah, as long as you didn't bet the house on this one, then you're good. We're going to call you, uh, what's his name? The Oracle Winning. is what I'll, I'll call it. Winning. I ain't no Charlie Sheen, dog. <laughs> I ain't got Tiger blood. I just fucking with Nah, that. so this next fight was supposed to be Norman Dermont versus uh, Aaron Blanchfield. That one either got rebooked or moved or canceled. Didn't really pay too much attention to that one, to be honest, guys. My fault. This next one, Scott Holtzman. I said he needed to win this fight for emotional reasons. Uh, his last fight before this one was the spinning back fist from Benil Dariush. When, remember when Joe, uh, DC laid on Joe Rogan? And oh, it's like, yeah, It's yeah. like a meme now. That was him who got the back oh, fist that made that shit. happen. So, you know, he, he, he really needed that one. This guy's hella seen that too, bro. He's hey, like, ah. And what's crazy is this dude built. I don't know how he makes 155. This guy looks like he could be fucking 185. No joke, he's built, built. Yeah, he's on his way out, though, man. He's 37 years old. He's this, he's still fresh in the UFC and into his MMA career. I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, he can, you know, sharpen up his wrestling. That'd probably be one thing that would help him with how big he is. Right. He has no issue making the weight, it seems like. What's the oldest fighter that's ever fought in the UFC? Dan Anderson? In, in the UFC? I don't know, but I know that, like, 
You have people that are like 45 and 46 still fighting. I think Leo de Machida was like more, UFC, bro. Well, Leo de Machida fought this past weekend. He's like 44. He fought with uh, Ryan, Ryan Bader. Bader bro. Yeah, I was he, tripping. And I'm went, like, he went hey, to a bro, decision. bro, tell me why I was like, what the fuck? Like I could have sworn I seen that happen in the UFC. Yeah, it was a like, it was a weird. It bro, was a I was weird, like tripping, bro. It was super weird. But oh, anyways, uh, Mateus Gamarut, man, this dude got a big, big KO in round one. Um, uh, actually, I don't think it was round one. It might have been round two. I have round one scored for Gamarut. I think that's why that that's why that happened. But yeah, I just wrote down big KO. So I'm, that was a big one. Um, Scott Holtzman really needed that fight. I, I can't believe that it even went as far as it did without Holtzman realizing that he was being lazy with his punches towards the end of the, the fight. He was super gassed out. He he really needs to work on his wrestling and his stamina, in my opinion, if he gets sure, another man, shot. If you want me to be honest, man, go focus on your family. You get that money and make a little business. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. He's This dude's built for Unless this, Unless you really, really love this shit, man. I'll, I know. It's hard. We'll to... have to go back and show you that fight because this dude's built for fighting. Like, you could see him. He's chiseled, bro. I don't know. He may be a bodybuilder, if anything else. But, again, another one of my picks. So, five and one. Woo! Man, this fight, Jim Miller versus Joe Selecki. You know, I really didn't think Selecki was going to want to spend as much time on the ground with Joe, Jim Miller as he did, but he was comfortable there. Oh, this was a, uh, uh, what is, what is the hobby call it? Yeah, uh, snot. What, is, what the fuck does Jorge Masvidal Crotch gra- Crotch, crotch sniffing. <laughs> Not really. This What's is a, a crotch this, sniffing match? This is a real BJJ match. Uh, oh, Jim shit. Miller is like a, a real black belt. That's Joseph the thing, Mikey. bro. That's the thing about this. Like, when, they, when they're on the ground and they're getting it, bro, it's just as exciting as when they're up boxing. If you know what you're looking at. Yeah, bro. Like, especially me, I'm, I'm still learning a lot. Every time I watch... Any anybody throw any jujitsu down, I'm like on it, bro. Cause I'm like, damn, what the, like, wow, how yeah. did you do that? That's why, you know I, make, that's why I, make, like, that's why I make my brother and, roll with me for at least thirty minutes bro, when we're together. Nowadays, it's like these the chokes and the the way that they maneuver themselves, the chokes and are cool, but the moves, locks, bro. It's the it's ankle holds, insane. the toe holds, the knee bars, all it's that on shit. It's a whole nother level nowadays, bro. But anyways, so, so Joe Selecki ended up just showing how he was way better on the ground. I didn't expect that. Jim Miller's nice. such an expert, man. Nice. I picked Jim Miller. Cole picked Selecki. So, you know, if you were rolling with Cole, this was That's one of your dead. picks. Um, so that makes us over here at 5-2. You know, I'm not really counting up Cole's right now. We'll have to go back and tally those up in a minute. <laughs> this one was heartbreaking for me, man. I'm Mike I'm Barry. I'm feeling Mike Perry's pain right now. This dude's really trying hard to change his life. And yeah. he That's posted, the one that had the incident with the female, right? Yeah, and he's had a lot of incidents, man. He cut his hand up with a whole bunch of glass or his foot or something, kicked glass or a window or some shit. Like, he's and going through it mentally. The fat guy, huh? Yeah, he's, he's really going through it, you know, but... Yeah. I feel for this dude. I've yeah, been through man. some shit in my life, you know, but he just could never see the combos coming. He never saw that left hand. Like he could not see the left hand to save he his life, KO? bro. No, he went all three rounds because Mike Perry's a savage. Yeah, he's an. Hey man, beast. I hope. I hope. I really hope he takes some uh, till on that. Hey, what is what, invite, what does my note say right here, bro? Beat his ass, picked him apart the whole fight, <laughs> and, and that's really what happened, man. Like. 
I, Daniel Rodriguez, <laughs> he, you know, L.A. boy, he loves shouting it out. You see that fancy L.A. Dodgers tattoo on his uh, calf. Nice. You know, we're California boys, so you Fuck know Fuck the we, Dodgers, by the way. It's all about the Padres, baby. Yeah, go go, no-no, Joe. Yes, but anyways, uh, Daniel Rodriguez came out and just displayed his uh, combos, man. This dude showed his combos. He, he had a nice little leg kick he kept throwing in. But Mike Perry was willing to eat him, so... This is what I said about one of the the fights last week. You know, you don't have too many fights like Mike Perry where he's willing to take as many he's willing to get. So is Mike Perry, um, is he from England too? No. He's oh, from so, like Florida. So Till just sees some in him, huh? Yeah, well, he's Till was like going in and out of jail before he got into an MMA Till gym just, and he was like 18. Hey, bro, shit. He, he, he even got like stabbed up and some more crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, Till's huh? been through a lot, bro. But Perry's like one of those people where like you just see and feel like he wants to change. You yeah, see it in and, his and, eyes and everything's just going against him right now yeah and you know like i said i've been there and my life's still on the the turnaround it's not even fully turned around so you know you. mike perry stay in there you got one more fight on the ufc contract make it a big ko or a nice submission display how much you're willing to just show who you are but you know we hope for nothing 100 percent, man we're rooting for you that's for sure yeah hope for the best for mike perry and this next one mean it Formerly known as Nina Ansaroff. This is the first time being uh, called out as Nina Nunes. They got married recently. They've had their kid. Oh. This is their first fight since having the oh. kid. Whoa. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, congrats to Nina. Congrats to Amanda. Yeah. The real GOAT in the MMA. Uh, like, I don't know about that one. I mean, she's up there, bro. <laughs> I still got to give it to Jones, bro. Uh, yeah, true, but let Amanda do some PEDs. But as for the women, she's a beast. Hands down, bro. No. Anyways, this is about Nina Nunez. Uh, she came out She came out looking good, actually, but Mackenzie Dern, absolute freaking beast, man. She uh, ripped that arm bar apart like nothing. Did Nina, lo- she lost? Yeah, Mackenzie came out, and she, she got her in a gnarly arm bar. Oh, uh, that's right. I see Nina that went highlight. straight into like the... I believe it's the tarantula grip when you like grab by your neck so that they can't grab you. And she fought it for a long time. But Mackenzie Dern grew up with a black belt dad. Her dad's a black belt. She's official. So she's a black belt, black belt. She's two time, three time. She doesn't champion. surpass the black belt. Yeah, she'll, she's probably got a stripe or two by the time she's 28. Oh, she's 28. What a Damn. surprise. You know what I mean? So like, All I can say, bro, is Mackenzie, watch out for uh, what's her face. She, she might not be too happy about it. Look, all, yeah, Amanda, she'll never make 115 in her life, though. So it's not that big of a deal. See, let, let them cross paths. Now, they gave each other hugs. She congratulated her. Uh, Mackenzie Dern's always looked up to Amanda. So, you know, that was really cool to have. You yeah, know. that's crazy, bro. I did not I did not know that um, her girlfriend or her wife was a fighter, too. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. So it's dope. actually a cool story. So, yeah, you know, we'll go dope. back and educate you that's on that. That's why I was one. like, whoa. What the hell? Like, but yeah, Mackenzie Dern's story is pretty cool too. So we have our next. Uh, that was actually one of my picks. I picked Mackenzie Dern. You know? Yes, sir. So you what's know, that? Six, six and, and two. Three, six and three. Uh, that Mike Perry one I picked. I picked oh, Mike. So right. you know, six and three. But still, you know, we're we're rocking tough. That's that's big wins still. This is the one that that really kind of sucked. Sam Alvey needed this win. It was Sam Alvey versus Julian Marquez who. He's the guy who uh, came in with uh, or won the back in February and asked Miley Cyrus out. Oh, that funny guy. Yeah, so yeah. he came out and then didn't he, he get the date too? Well, kind of. He blew it. Uh, he he could have had it, but he blew it. And then he did something hilarious, man. He came out to a uh, wrecking ball. I can't. <laughs> 
Yeah, he came into Wrecking Ball, so see. you know that was that was great. He's talking crazy. about he wanted to be on The Bachelor and stuff. He's ready for WWE. All types of stuff, <laughs> everything. Um, round one, he hurt him a few times. Looked like he KO'd him and woke him up with punches once. It was gnarly. He like fell into him and he like just kept punching him the whole time. So and Mr. Cyrus won. Yeah, man. Oh, nice. He uh, he ended up with the, a savage choke. Are you sure you don't want to take him on a on a second date, Mighty? Yeah, I know, especially after that. But here's what sucks: <laughs> Sam Alvey needed this. He was o four and one in his last five fights, and this makes him o six and one. So, I think that's the end of Sam Alvey's UFC run. I, you know, smiling Sam's always great. You know, I like him a lot, but it is what it is. He did end up hurting Julian Marquez at the end of round one. I'm sure if he were to go to, like, PFL, he could end up being, like, a potential champion. I don't know who they have at 185 crazy, right now. But, it's yeah. crazy, how, like, UFC legit holds that, like, top of all the... Well, they got the top tier. They've been doing it the longest, you know? And yeah. they bought out Strikeforce, which Strikeforce had probably the best talent pool from lightweight classes. That's when Anderlecht so. Silva was a savage. Everyone, man. They had... I remember they used to have, like, fools that were, like, 150 fight fools that were, like, 300 pounds. Like, what the hell? Oh, you're thinking of Pride. Oh, my That's bad. That's Pride. Strikeforce is where Nick Diaz came from. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, I'm they thinking had, about Pride. They had, bad. So, Strikeforce was, like, weight classes from 155 to, like, 130. They were all the lightweight classes where Jose oh, Aldo shit. came from, Dominic Cruz. Oh, nice. All these guys were champions over at They Strike just Force. signed straight on to UFC. UFC yeah. bought them out. Yeah, hell yeah. They bought Strike Force out. Yeah, let's go. So they just signed all their people over and then closed the company down. Yeah. So that that would make us six and four if you're rocking with my picks. Um, this next fight actually was the, the other one that got uh, moved, which I was super pumped for this one. Shariev was uh he's an undefeated Dagestani and I, I really want to see him fight but oh they didn't fight nah man I don't know There's if that one got rebooked one. or what you know yeah. but this next one Arnold Allen versus Sadiq Youssef this was a cool fight Sadiq actually went over to Arnold Allen's YouTuber? corner YouTuber so nah, play, nah, Sadiq Yusuf went over to uh, the corner and, and congratulated Arnold Allen's father on the win I actually scored this fight for Sadiq Yusuf um Arnold Oh Allen. that's right, bro. You did say that that's that's hey man, that's that's what the sport's all about at the end of the day. Two warriors respect. at the end of the fight, just respect, pure respect. If you ever get down and, and you know, there's a thing you do in jujitsu where you, you do the high five and then you, you pound knuckles and then you just roll. And if you do that with your friends, you, you guys are white belts straight out. That's what makes you a white belt is getting out there and doing it. Just doing it. You learn a couple of things just rolling with your friends. But then you go take a free little two-week class at your local gym. Maybe they have a, a, a week class or a two-week one. Take it, man. You'll start learning how fun jujitsu is or kickboxing, and you'll learn the respect part. It's honestly one of the best parts about it. You have a whole new core group of friends. Back to this fight. Arnold Allen ended up with a banger fight against Sadiq Yusuf. They they really went to blows on this one. Um, this was the co-main event. It, it was it was honestly a good fight to go into the next one because the next one was supposed to be this banger fight, you know? Yeah. And like I said, Arnold Allen pulled out the win. Uh, Sadiq Yusuf, I scored it for him. He was one of my picks. I didn't score it for him because of that reason, but like I said, I thought he ended up pulling it out. Um, Arnold Allen is now 17-1, and and I believe he's undefeated in the UFC. So, you know, mark your calendar anytime Arnold Allen fights. It's exciting. He takes a lot of punches, but he dishes a lot of pain. So, yeah. 
There you go. Uh, that makes us six and five for our picks. Uh, Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland. Man, I feel bad for Kevin Holland, just in the sense of he's trying so damn hard to to get his chance, but this one was too quick of a turnaround. Absolutely too quick. Two yeah, weeks. That's why you can't. Also, like he's a smart dude, you know, because you got you got to give him some sort of respect. Oh, I respect too, the hell know? out of Kevin Holland, Cause especially because like, of how bad he got beat up in this fight. So and like how he much knows he wanted to like, continue. The dude, you know, the dude's obviously about securing that bag. And um, shoot, I can't blame him. You know what I mean? Coming from where we come from, bro, that's what we all about. So, but I think if he really just becomes like really like eat shit sleep UFC, it's wrestling. That's all he needs, dude. Nobody wants to mess with his stand-up. Well, that's why Vittori took him down or whatever. Vittori got banged up in round one. That's why I scored it for Kevin Holland in round one, because he cut Vittori's eye at the end of round one. Yeah, homeboy was like, oh, shit, I got to take him down. And that's what he did, because he ended up setting a new record for uh, middleweights, 11 out of 16 on takedowns. He had like 20 minutes and 50 seconds of control time, setting a new record for that as well. Damn, that's um, There was a massive cut on Holland's eye. I believe it was like in between the third and fourth round. The doctor came in to look at it, and he was like, can you see? And he was like, what do you mean? And he's like, can you see out of your eye? And he's like, huh? And then he was like, Herb Dean was like, can you see us? And he was like, I can see you. And he was like, man, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> there's this weird moment right there. Like, I don't know where he's he left. He's a fool. He's yeah, a fool. but he absolutely would not show that he was in pain, even though his eye was completely cut open. It was right in the seam of the eye. It wasn't even oh, in the damn. eye. Now. And yeah. then his eye swelled up and it was like close. It was bad, man. And like I said, I hope nothing but the needs, best for Kevin Holland. He needs Holland. a real training camp with some real savages, like, and, I, and I think they could take it out of him. Put that boy on a plane to Dagestan. <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> I, I think I, I think who say put that, that boy shit? on a plane to Dagestan. For real, man. Let him let him roam with the goats for a few days and you let him find his way to Khabib. You know how I feel about Kevin Holland? The same way I feel about Mike Perry, bro. A little bit in in certain in similarities, not not in the sense of what they're going through. But what they're trying to accomplish. To some degree. I I get you. What I feel like Kevin Holland's done is a lot more than Mike Perry. Mike Perry's like one in six in his last seven fights. He's got one fight left on his UFC contract. Damn, like, he better, he's really in a tough situation. He better situation. get that shit in a fucking savage knockout. Or and something. that's why Darren Till said, fly Bro. yourself out, fly your family out. We will accommodate you guys. Like, he's willing to have him at his house is what that's it sounds crazy. like. Like, he's trying to help this dude. And here's the thing. If you go live Man, you go live out there in the UK, you get a, a real refresh. Your kid never knows anything else. Yeah. So, I don't disagree with that. Darren Till kind of knows what he's talking about when it comes to hitting that restart button. Yeah, I, so, I hope so, bro. Kevin Holland, he's he won five fights last year in a row. You know, like, that's impressive, and half of those were all short notice. Um, he was begging for a fight with Hamzat Shemaev, and I think definitively now we could say that Shemaev would have took him down and mauled the shit out of him. Yeah, for sure. That dude's way more savage than Vittori or... Uh, Derek Brunson. Do you see how annoying old boy came out though, Vittori for the Here's what I don't like about fight? Yeah, I don't like Vittori at all, man. Fucking retarded. I respect bro. he's on like a five fight he, winning streak streak in the in You the know what weights. he looked like to me? He looked like that dude from Monsters Inc. You know that little monster that just slithers and just like Oh yeah. <laughs> 
But he his, really looked like Here's the bro. thing, though. is uh, That's why Darren Till kept calling him an orc from uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Bro? Like, he, he got that weird-ass monster face. I don't like Vittori because he comes off faker than Vicente Luque at the last press conference. Damn. Like, it seems like it's all for show. He tried to come out and say he was mad because that uh, Kevin Holland ate his ciabatta. ciabatta bread. <laughs> Motherfucker, there's more ciabatta bread in the world. There's probably another one behind the table That's you're looking at. Epic, you're bro. just a baby. And he's Shit, trying to say bro. he deserves a shot. Nobody deserves a shot better. Robert Whitaker fights this weekend against Kelvin Gastelum. A yeah, win? I'd rather see one of them fight. But here's the thing. Sanya. A win over Robert Whitaker in any fashion, you fight for the title. I don't care how how many win streak you're on. If you win a decision over Whitaker, he's only lost to Izzy. That's Rob's only loss in this division is to Izzy. Wow. He just beat Darren Till, too. Robert Whitaker beat Darren Till. Oh, shit. So you have... Paulo Costa, who probably should fight either Derek Brunson or Marvin Vittori, and then they get to fight the winner of so whoever Darren fights Till for the title. Up? Yeah, from 170 to 185, because oh, he was having trouble making well, 170. So what is what? What way did he fight Masvidal at? 170. What? Yeah, and then he moved up right after that fight. So Masvidal is still fighting at 170. Yes. Oh Masvidal shit. Masvidal is probably a 55er, but he he doesn't want to cut weight. Like, he probably bulked up I hope in he, the time being, but he's yeah, probably a 55 Yeah, because I him a lot on that loose, man. But, yeah, bro. But I here's the it. thing. Vittori could also easily fight one more time and get the, the next title shot. Yeah. Because Robert Whitaker beats Kelvin Gastelum, and Kelvin Gastelum probably pushed uh, Izzy further than the anyone. The most. Man, I thought he was going to knock him out, bro. But here's the, the other thing is Vittori actually has a real case because he's the only other person to get a split decision over Izzy in that time to being. Yeah, true. So Izzy won against everybody. He only lost to Jan and then Marvin yeah, Vittori. And, Izzy fights every fight hella different, bro. Yeah, he's weird. I don't know. Yeah, he's hard like, to gauge, but he's also interesting because of that because and of that's why yeah. we love Izzy. Because with Gastelum, bro, it was a straight War. Slugfest. War. Like, let's go. He said in that fight, I'm willing to die, are you? Like, he mouthed it to him from across the octagon as they were in their fight for the going into the fifth bro. round. Hey, bro. He's like, you better be ready to die for this, that, boy. That Mexican boxing in him came out, bro, because that motherfucker, Gastelum, bro, I like that, dude. That was a savage. And he looks like sloppy, like a sloppy dude. If you see him... You're like, you know what I mean? He doesn't have that, like, UFC bulky-ass, like, oh, no, he's, cut up body, you know? He's shouting out for dad bods everywhere. Yeah, he's, bro, he's you know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, this dude's a beast. Yeah, so then you have uh, uh, Marvin Vittori's next fight definitely should be whoever gets closest to uh, getting him to the title after uh, the winner of Whitaker versus Gastelum. Um, Who would you like to see Vittori fight, though? Whitaker or Gastelum? Well, I think if Whitaker, it's gonna be the winner. if Whitaker, no, the winner of that fight needs to fight for the title because right now oh, Izzy has no nice. no contenders, and then Darren Till is gonna be out for a while, so it's like it's interesting. You have this weird little like yeah, because I'd rather see Vittori do at least two more fights before he gets. Nah, the title. he needs one. He's on a five fight win streak and he's had like two top ten wins, so like he really does deserve a title. Maybe shot, I just but, don't like him. Yeah, I definitely don't like him either. It's hard for me to root for him. I want to see some more. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, 
you really can't count him out in the title picture, but at the same time, I think the winner of Robert Whitaker versus Gaslam deserves it. And For sure. since saying that, I think he should get the loser of that fight if they don't get too damaged. And if not, then Derek Brunson. Vittori versus Brunson would be a good fight. The grappling would not go... I like that. Anyway, except for Brunson's begging for a fight. Apparently, he had stitches and, and couldn't take this fight before. So, book That's it. That's a good one. Yeah. So I like that one. Have you, let's, let's move on real quick to a couple things going on in the uh, social media world. Have you been seeing what's going on with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier? Oh, dude, have I? This is, Man, it's everywhere. And it's ridiculous. Here's the thing. If you... Were to donate five hundred thousand dollars, I want to know where every single penny goes. And I get that, and I'm not giving you any of it until you tell me exactly where it's going. But at the same time, bro, I feel like Poirier, bro, he's such a fucking simple, like honest dude. But that's not the thing; it's not money. going to Poirier. Money if I was giving the money. money to Poirier and Poirier was saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do nothing with this money, but spend it on charity," that'd be one thing. But he's giving it to a charity, and the charity. Yeah, but he doesn't mean he's in charge of every aspect of the charity. He's got to train for a fight. So there's yeah. people that run that charity, and he's responsible for that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like if you're not going to tell these people, give I, me a, down to the penny, bro. And I, I just feel like, honestly, bro, to me, it's, it's childish in both of them. To some you degree. Know? Because it's like I'm just not a big uh, putting business out on the internet type of guy. So That's how this obviously, works, bro. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. But, I mean, I still keep to my old school ways, and I do just fine. We're from that generation, but we're not from that generation. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? I mean, we're considered some sort of the first millennials or yeah, whatnot. But, but we, we just grew up with a different group of people. I had a dream cast. Yeah. Straight so. up. <laughs> Those of you that uh, recognize that movie, hashtag it on our Instagram at uh, yeah. uh, Combat Sports Breakdown. Epic movie. Just just give it a hashtag and then tag us. Um so, looking ahead at what's going on, uh, McGregor's saying that the fight's off, so who's next? No way. I don't believe it. I think this is more of his mental warfare, because then he thinks, oh, then Dustin's going to fucking fly back from Flo- for, from Florida back to Louisiana and not train for a day or two or whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. He's just fucking with him. And he said, the nice guy's gone. Be prepared for, for Eva Connor. He's got the Joker laugh back. He's really messing with him. You know what I mean? He's a weirdo, bro, but he's such a savage with those mind games. Yeah, I don't know. Who can you... You know who he reminds me of, bro? But just completely surpassed him? Uh, Chell Sutton. You know, like, Connor's on another level, obviously. But, like, Chell Sutton was, like, the first taste of the... That I got in the UFC of that shit talking. Yeah. He was great at it. I mean, he went Still down. Still is, bro, in his podcast. Oh, yeah. I, if you don't savage. follow Chael Sonnen, <laughs> he's hilarious. He's so honest sometimes that it just fucking be like, damn, bro, you're crazy. He posted like a little four-second video the other day saying, who the hell is Ben Askren? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Epic. But it's funny because he knows Ben Askren. He did it the other day, too. He's like, why am I supposed to know Bad Bunny? Like, he, he's, like, he just puts out these little clip pieces, like, talking mad shit in the shortest amount of time. It's great. Hell yeah, bro. That's crazy. So, the other thing I want to talk about is this is Jeremy Stevens' return next week as well. I don't quite remember who he's fighting. I don't have it in my notes right now. 
I could look it up, but it's not that big of a deal. I'm happy he's back. He had that big, big elbow he took from uh, Yair Rodriguez, I believe. No, it's oh. Calvin Cater. It's Calvin Cater. Oh, he got his forehead say. split open bad. I have to say, Yair Rodriguez, what's up with that guy? Oh, bro? he got suspended, bro, because of uh, he didn't give USADA his location whereabouts so they could come piss test him. Oh, shit. You have to give, like, three locations, and if you're not at those three spots, they give you a certain amount of time, and if you're not there within that time, you get a violation, and then within X amount of violations, you get a suspension. But his suspension should be up pretty soon. Damn. Um, That's nutty. There was a lot of big fight announcements in the last week and a half, so go ahead and check our Instagram page, like I said, at Combat Sports Breakdown. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Go check that shit out. It's pretty dope. We got all the highlights. If you miss any of the fights or you're not able to watch and you have your phone on you, I post straight them to the- right after the fight happens. Like, literally, while the fights are still going, I'm clipping them on my phone and posting them to our page. That's why I don't end up with some of the best quality on some of the clips. I get them out there as quick as possible for the people that aren't sure. able to watch the fights. I beg to differ, bro. You get straight down to the nitty-gritty. There's a couple in there where my phone was messing up, so I ran to the laptop and just hit record. You know what I mean? Like, I had to do what I had to do to get our fans their their quality uh, yeah, that they yeah. expect. But here's the thing is, like, every time too. yeah, every week we're, we're actually improving our system. We're improving the way we work. We're improving everything, and it's thanks to you guys. We actually get a lot of motivation seeing the numbers going up. Make sure you share us. Tell all your friends about us. Um, if you want to shout anyone out, Alex, now's the time. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Cal Coast Printing. You know, uh, my wife really getting it. Go follow her at Instagram, Cal Coast Printing. Yeah, give a look at that shit. And uh, don't forget, motherfucking Masvidal's going to win. <laughs> 261 right around the corner. We got a preview show coming up for that in about a week. Um, we're going to be coming back on uh, Thursday. We're going to drop another episode uh, at the preview for the next week's fight card. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shout out to Calcos Printing, too. They got all of our hoodies done. Uh, we're getting ready to get them out. We're going to be posting pictures uh, pretty soon. Uh, you still can't see our faces, so you know that's one of those things. We're going to be keeping it a little secret for a little bit. If you think you figured out our Instagram profiles, go ahead and put our ads on one of our posts. You, you know, we're going to make a little game out of it. You call me Red Mysterio, the Masked Man. Shit, I, call me Jim Carrey's the Masked Man, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but uh, we're just going to go ahead and keep uh, improving quality. We got new mics coming in. We got them ordered. We're going to get our uh, audio, uh, what is it, the... Man, what's it called? The audio mixer to make sure that everything's up to sound quality. We're uh, getting our subscriptions going. So anybody who wants to help us grow, get with us now. See you guys back on Thursday. We out.